Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So it begins. So it begins. Good morning. 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 Beautiful. It's the first of October. Yeah. Nice. Nice pinch punch first of the month. Yes. What's it? Bump and squeak first of the week. This morning, something's going on. My son was on fire. Was he? This morning, he came and got me and Julia. We were like by the kitchen sink doing various washing up things. Yeah. And he just came and got both of us. Did he? We both going. Oh, really proper. And then he got my daughter and he said, "Pinch punch first of the returns," and she just did it back. Yes, straight away. She just looked so shocked. She said, "I just said I don't want to hear it." No rules. Yeah. I said, "That's the very definition of a return." You're in, the, you're in a no-rules household there. Yeah, no, I mean, if it, Anything goes. The rule is there are no rules. Yeah. That's not the case. That's the only rule. No, we, we have quite a lot of rules. You don't have to be mad to live here, but it helps. Because <laughs> that's our <laughs> forever house. Yeah, yeah. All oh. residents within are nutty as fruitcakes. So it's the first of October. And we haven't run together for a while, have we? I've missed you so much. Various... Reasons. A lot of travel what? went on. Have you? Uh, were you running at all last week, or were you on a did you then? What's your running story? No, but I'm, the last couple of weeks I haven't run as much as I'd like. A lot of real busyness and loads and loads of driving and little niggly injuries, and then a bit of a hurt foot. Yeah, is that still usual? Your Horton's neuroma thing or something else? It's sort of it's. It's that ganglion thing. Oh, yes. It's a weakness in the foot. Yeah. And usually it's okay, but it just started to really hurt midway through a run last week, so yeah. I had a couple of days off. I'm okay, though. I'm just probably not as... I'm not uh, in good as shape as I was a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But yourself, you've been doing well, lots of runs. strangely, I'm in a different place because I came out of three... I'm in, in the taper now after three really heavy mileage weeks. Right. But brilliant, the, brilliant. The, real life effect of that is you know when they test the machine out in the film when they test out the rocket yeah and it kind of starts to rattle and things fall off yes but it makes it right that's it that's 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 me that's, that's where train. you are at the moment right so various things going we've lost the right things are falling apart in the deering machinery pushing it into the edge of the red so tell tell me about your High mileage weeks, huh? Well, that, that sounds good. You know, so much because what's funny is when I was in Dubai, we were chatting a bit, weren't we, on the on the messages? Yeah. I was telling you all about it, and that's your treadmill that's answer. Two weeks ago, so really. I know it feels like ancient history. Are you sure history. you want the answer to this question? Because you're only running five miles. You know what I mean? It's, no, no, no. I'm interested in how you cope with the treadmill thing because you were doing loads of miles on treadmills. Well, it started even before then. If you listeners will know that we were. You left me halfway around to kind of uh, 20. Yes, yes, I remember that, yes. And I set off for the rest of that. You set off again. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. And as you rightly pointed out, you know what was so good about it? Was that we were going slow in the first half. Yeah. So plenty left in the tank. Brilliant, brilliant. I felt a little bit kind of... Uh, You're going to feel a bit tired. Just a bit kind of spacey. Yeah. You know, which is the one to watch out for. I had a little... Uh, uh, 
that moment that Susie Chan pointed out to us when you think, I probably should have had a sweet, but it's too late now. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a sweet. Yeah. It's not too late. So I had a, you know, I had my carb gel, I had a cup of opal fruits. Basically, I felt excellent. Good for you. Nice dog run, because I was going so far. Yeah. I went a different way to what I'd said. Right. Um, when I Primrose Hill came all the way back to my house and did 21 in the end. That's brilliant. Yeah, and it felt lovely. That's great. Well really done, great. well done. And not a bad pace. Yeah. Because I went faster once we'd stopped. Yeah. Well, I went faster once I'd started again. Once you'd started again after the stop. stopped, I didn't go faster No. There was no like pace to a stop. But it's a... Uh, so it's starting to get a feel of the, the benefits of a slightly slower first half, or at least... Not putting out as much effort in the first half. Sort yeah, of exactly. I mean, it's a real balancing act. Yeah. At the time, it gave me a fright because I thought, yeah, but I don't want to do it as slow as that. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's, it's just a suggestion of how to take control of your energy release. Yeah, it's more effort. It's more effort release, isn't it, like you said? <laughs> so, so that's good. 21's good. That was really good. It felt great. So yeah. Very good for my kind of confidence and everything yeah. as well. Plus, in the spacey moments of return, like literally half a mile from my house when I knew I felt good, knew I was going to feel good about it, knew I'd broken 20. Yeah. I had a bit of a hippie-ish mantra moment. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember you saying, go on. I can't remember like it. what set me off. There was all kinds of things coming together. Yeah. I've been watching the Ricky Gervais film Ghost Town. Yes. Which has the... Uh, I, like, I like that movie. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's got a very Cheers. nicely told sadness in it. It's a real, it's a bit of an autumnal one. Yeah. And um, but it's got a very nice effect. I mean, it's a, it's a new version on an old cliche. But um, when the souls in it ascend to heaven, the lights go bright. Right. They do it in a kind of practical way. Yes. Yeah. I was also thinking about a poem. Friend of mine. Actually, it's a poem. Might be a quote from a book. I don't know. It's an Aldous Huxley quote. Yeah. It's really good. It's about treading lightly. Yeah. And it's about it's like a sort of parental. So tread lightly, my dear. You know, whatever happens. But it's what's great about it is it says when things are rubbish. You know, when you're having a nightmare, tread lightly. Yeah. So it's not as simplistic as saying go easy, have a nice time. Right. You don't have to be mad to live it, but it helps. Yeah. It just says that even when you're Doing difficult things, do them lightly, tread lightly. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else? Yeah, yeah. We're comedians, right? Yeah, we are, yeah. So here's my sort of mantra. Go on then. Make light of it. You've got some big problem, you've got something you're really worried about. You've got to make light of it. Don't take it so seriously. Don't take it so seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very superficial of you, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my legs feel like they're going to fall off. You know, that's making light of it, but also. I mean it in hippie-ish ways, like, turn it into positivity. Yes, yeah. Turn it into a bright light, turn it into joy. You know, and we're good at that. And also, it's got the word light in it. Yeah, that's right. As opposed to the heaviness that you may well be feeling. Exactly. So that's nice in itself. You get outside the tunnel. Yeah. What's out there? Yeah. Light, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Make light of it. And it's only four words. Yeah, that's good. So now I'm nice and short. Picturing that point in the future when I think that to myself, and then the other voices in my head says, "Shut up! Don't take this, <laughs> don't take this incredible pain so seriously." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> may never walk or run again. Yeah, yeah. Let's just laugh yeah. it off. No, that's nice, man. Well, see how it goes. Go for it, yeah. Because yeah. it is constantly returns this. It is quite a ridiculous thing to do oh, yeah. as well as being really good fun and really intense and yeah, meaningful yeah. on loads of different levels it's still a, quite, still a bit of nonsense as well isn't yeah, it? Yeah. at the same time you know. I mean, for me, whether it's completely imaginary or not, we talked last time about finish lines and forgetting about them a little bit but um, I do think that marathon is kind of the natural extreme of the normal humans running experience, you know? Yeah. Another conversation with someone when I was aware about ultras. Yes. I just can't. All I see is me just about being able to do 26.2 miles. And also with age. Yeah. No matter how hard I train, that becoming more and more difficult, you know? Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's the end point, it's the maximum. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean. The ultras looks like an experience that's really not about 
the time or the finishing line, but the process. So you, you never know. Absolutely. But you might find yourself segwaying into it. It's a different gear. Yeah, absolutely. I've been rereading uh, Murakami. Yeah. And his writing about running 62 miles is brilliant. It's really, it's really good. good, yeah. yeah. So clear and so honest. Yeah. Even at the deeply spiritual, you know, because he gets to this point where he kind of shakes everything off. Yeah. It's almost not even hurting anymore, but only kind of at the expense of his entire personality. Yeah, he's, he's just <laughs> yeah. a Com- going forward machine. Completely empties himself, yes. Yeah, yeah and, he's and, very and, good on that. And he doesn't... It really reminded me of what Vassar said about that. Yeah. And yet, Murakami's less positive about it, in a way. Yes, yeah, He yeah. wonders whether something was lost in that well, moment well, yeah. that he didn't get back after the run. Well, I, I, I think he sort of suggests that he was never as enthusiastic about running again yes yeah. after that yeah he'd kind of and it ties in with what we were saying is you know it's quite he wasn't that young when he did it yeah so he's just really knackered himself out it was a kind of a chrysalis moment but he wasn't sure whether he turned into a butterfly or not yeah <laughs> yeah and the other aspect of the going back to the mantra factor is that we've talked a bit about what did you call it I can't remember the phrase, controlled anger? Using yes, yeah, 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 positive, yeah. positive anger, positive rage. Yeah, yeah. positive rage, yes, is the word is. And I think that, I don't think I can do that. I don't think that's in my nature. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've got plenty of rage. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how to... How to access it. Positive. Right. I don't think I'm enough of a historical sports person. Right. To do that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it's been interesting thinking about that finding what my equivalent of that would be. Yes, yeah. So that's, and that's just the running I did on the day I last saw you. That sounds great. (laughs) There's lots going on, yeah. Look at this. So we're up and through the old Queenswood into Highgate Wood, but it's so, just the last few days have just been autumn to the max, haven't they? Yeah, they've been absolutely gorgeous. Loads of, uh, Runs. We'll Oops, careful. Loads of uh, events and stuff. Loads of people. People having fantastic runs. If you, uh, we haven't uh, recorded anything for our PB special yet, but if you're listening, I've actually you don't follow us on Twitter. I've actually got them written down. Yeah, so definitely the PB special coming. But I was just saying that if you uh, if you don't follow us on Twitter, then you should. Also, people on Facebook as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah, which is great. Oh, Facebook too, which is just as good as Twitter. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're just as good as each other. And and this is this is worth saying, of course. If you love a PB, and it's important to celebrate. Very democratic. But if you're out there on a beautiful autumn day doing that event you've been training for for ages, and then you have a terrible time and do it a quarter of an hour slower than you want it to, then that's good too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only a PB celebration because... It's very meaningful, and it's. Uh, I mean, you know, there's no, there's, you know, there's no judgment. We celebrate everything, but it's nice to celebrate PBs. Yeah, isn't it? it is nice to give it some spin of like. That's because it's. But you know, we don't want to marginalise. <laughs> like, we don't want to marginalise. You know, it isn't PBs. This isn't a PBs only forum. Talking about, talking about PBs, <laughs> did you do a little PP? Did you do I did a little PP. How yeah. was it in the woods there? He was nice in the woods. Oh, there. wait, I, stopped, I forgot to restart the thing. I did that on, on a really long run. My uh, Bluetooth disconnected. All right, yeah. And it paused my uh, run keeper. Yeah. And uh, so I did basically did the length of the park and walk, and it didn't include it. Uh, so I was just shouting at my phone. Yeah, I bet you it's were, yeah. Miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two more miles. Than I'll that. tell you what I've done. <laughs> so then you went to Dubai then. You I did this Dubai. really long run, you went to Dubai. That was a Wednesday, so I didn't yeah. do another run until the Friday. Right. But then. Uh, you don't really need to, do you? It's more about trying to keep stretched on the plane so you don't yeah, that's right. suffer some kind of cramping post long run exactly. issue. But luckily, I was in one of the two middle seats in the four in the middle, so I had loads of room. Nice. So said, you know, but three, That's really nice, yeah. Three or four blankets wrapped in polythene, just rubbing around my body at all times. Yes, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it sounds to me like I'm getting a bit of a first world problem there. I was having a nightmare on the plane until they brought my meal. And, um, and, and then and it was mostly treadmills. In the yeah, so basically I said to myself, get on the treadmill and do 10K right. daily. Yeah. Because I knew I couldn't do big distance. Um, 
because you know you can't do longer than that on the treadmill, can you? Not particularly. Let's take you in there for a few days, and it was a hotel. It was a treadmill that turned itself off after uh, 25 minutes. That's tempting, it isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so hard to stay on the treadmill. I was there, we're out there with Laura Lex. Yeah. And she was kind of doing the whole. She's a good runner. She runs all the time. Does she? Not but run? she's like, oh, I'm not getting very far. I'm not very good. She wants to be in the treadmill rather than outside. Right. And I was saying... We should get her in. She'd be yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. But fun. I was just saying how when I'm on a treadmill, I just want to stop and get off just all the time. Yeah. And she found that quite heartening. <laughs> yes. She assumed that I'd be like, la, la, la. No, 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 no. Me, no. a It's really difficult. Like. They just don't let you fully commit. It's much e- This is way more easy yeah. and pleasurable. You can just forget you're doing this, can't you? Yes, absolutely, yeah. So anyway, I had this. The other thing I thought was that I know it's a bit late in the training, but I didn't want to get the pace up, you know? Yeah. So I was running, not, not super pace, just steady, getting used to running at a reasonable lick. That's really good. So That's I a really good running, idea. I running them at kind of eight-minute miles. Yeah. And... Uh, and then with this 25-minute thing, I had to just start it again, obviously. Yeah. But that led me to run just a little bit faster than that so that so I could get 5K in before it turned itself off. Yes. Yeah, yeah, good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did that, and this is what we were talking about. This was a couple of weeks ago now. I got to the end of the week, and I thought, well, I'm done. It's getting really complicated in the maths between miles and kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> and I just suddenly realized that I'd nearly done a 50-mile week. I thought I'd missed it by miles. Right. But I hadn't. I'd done... I think more than 46. Yes. Having done the maths on the Saturday afternoon and being, you know, sort of kicking around the hotel doing nothing except, oh, actually, I was going to say except waiting to do gigs, but usefully, there's no gig there on a Saturday night. Right. Because that's like Sunday night here. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I went down, back downstairs and ran another four miles. <laughs> well, I remember, machine. well, I remember because you texted me. I said, shall I bother? You, sa- you said, what do you think? I kind of wanted you to it? let me off and you didn't. It was really good. Well, I just think psychologically it's great for you to do a 50 mile week. Yeah. Just to, just to, just to say you've done it. It's, yeah, it's a sign it. that you've done it. And also, what else are you going to do in Dubai? Exactly. <laughs> and that was my second 50 mile that's week. A, wait, mate, that's great though. Yeah. That is brilliant. And then, uh, and it was funny, so the last thing with that day is I went to, uh, you know, went to bed at the end of the night, I was shutting the curtains. Yeah. And I just suddenly realised that I'd run 10 miles on a running machine that day. Yeah. That's not something. No, that's not normal. I, I ever planned to do again. Yeah. And I hadn't even noticed. So, but, okay, so 10. but that, but that's, that's great. It's great to do abnormally committed things in the run-up to marathon. Absolutely. Because it's an abnorm- it is an abnormal day that you're taking yeah, that's on. Right. And difficult things. Yeah, like, so it's good to do like shockingly or yeah, shockingly tough things. Not working or yeah, yeah, yeah. bad weather runs. Yeah, just take the just take the long way around, do the hard yeah. stuff because it's yeah. going to be hard on the day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Just you're faking up the difficulty to be ready for the real day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I carried on, ten k every day. Yeah. The following week. Yeah, and, uh, on a treadmill. On treadmills. Wow, that's too good. I never run outside. I, the, apologies if you're listening out there to Dubai runners who run at half five on a Friday morning. It's just too early. I just couldn't make yes, it. It's yeah. too hot. Even as it, even on the treadmills, just so much sweat. It was just appalling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frightening. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness those hotel gyms are quite poorly attended. Yeah. <laughs> Joking. Yeah. Shockingly sweaty <laughs> British man. On it's the a man. What's wrong with him? He's melting. Yeah. I was saying to audiences, I was so nice running out there because I'd been so sick of being hydrated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were the gigs like? Because I'm there next month. So yeah, really good. I'm setting off in really a few days. Yeah. You got three. You got the three-day gap, haven't you? Yes. Right. Bit of a, bit of a stretch, is it? Bit, bit, yeah, I guess so. Bit, yeah. bit tricky. I forgot who I was for a day or two there. Yeah. Luckily, the. Uh, I had a lot of technical difficulties, difficulties producing running country from there. So right. that kept me busy. Oh, that's good. I was just angry at a desk. Yeah. <laughs> in a yeah. big empty hotel room for about 36 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Alternating with sweating myself to death on a machine that goes... With the end of the Dubai treadmill story, with, with eight minute plus, or rather less miles. Yeah. I did convince myself I was going to do three tens back to back right. to get my 80 miler in that week. Yeah. And I went in the gym early on the last morning to uh, 
facilitate that. <laughs> yeah. And apart from anything else, I went in there, had to go earlier than I wanted to. Right. So it's like, oh, 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 horrible. And, uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Came off, you know, had to come off and go to the toilet. It was, it was yeah. rubbish. And uh, just so clearly thought to myself, I'm not going to run more than 10 kilometers. This is really hard. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. never going to happen. You'd reach the end of the treadmill experience. Exactly. Yeah. And I started, it really was a little break. Quite a positive one. I knew that I'd, you know, that I'd already gone over the line of yeah. commitment and mileage and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, but still, something slightly snapped. Because I suddenly started having to work really hard not to start drinking again. And, you suddenly uh, started kicking the treadmill as you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attacking it. <laughs> Someone set fire to the treadmill. Like a superhero, my tramp clothes kind of just appeared. <laughs> and you had to consciously not drink then. Yeah, yeah, even though I hadn't drunk for about a month. Right. I was like, yeah, but I could have a few pints tonight. Yeah, who I? cares? <laughs> Who's going to know? Bloody treadmill. Funny but you didn't. didn't. No, I didn't. I well done, mate. I must say, listeners must be finding this very inspiring. You're really working at it. Oh, thanks. You really are. Well, let's hope that the, in the Hollywood version, that means I'll have a great marathon and we'll all feel good. But right now, I, don't, I feel a bit more. Well, you sort of... Up. You haven't started your taper taper yet, have you? You're no, still sort of running, and then next week's going to be the big the drop-off sort of thing. That's right. And then and there and is I, the danger of the taper. Someone was saying yesterday, golden rules for the taper. I think that the taper is two-sided, isn't it? Sim- put simply, you should taper. It's not a fiction. Oh, you have to taper, yeah. And on the other side of it, you shouldn't stop. No. Taper is the right word. Yeah. You don't want to let your body think, we don't do that anymore. Because it would say, oh, good, because I've been saving all these niggles and germs. Yes. You need to gently land it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I know... This guy at the at the club, Gavin, who's achieving mythological status, he ran 2.52 in Manchester, yeah. and he's 58 years old. Yes. And he's, he, he trains, obviously, very hard. I mean, he does, he does like, 65, 70 mile weeks. And then, but then, during his taper, he does nothing for four days before. Yeah. He doesn't run for four days, yeah. which for him is massive. Yes. Um, it's, it's getting the balance right, isn't it? You yeah. don't want to completely stop. You don't want to put on loads of weight, which is very easy to do in the last week. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. you don't necessarily want to eat. Put on loads of weight. I mean, a couple of heavy meals will do that. If you yeah, uh, yeah, completely. Through, yeah, you're going to go feel like you're carrying them. Yeah, so it's it's just sort of shifting the proportion of carbs and protein, having proportionally more more carbs. Yeah. So. So what are you going to do then? What's your mileage this week then? Well, what are you going to it do? got complicated and it was a funny thing because um, I, uh, well, I didn't do that 30k, I didn't do that 18 miles yeah. in my first shorter weeks, mostly 35. Yeah. So I didn't do it. I came home and thought I must do that 18 mile. But I did it on the Sunday. Right. Now this is last week. Right? right, okay. Suddenly, I'm doing 18 miles three weeks out. It's only three days different. That's good. That's but okay then. threw off the whole business. But I tell you, that's okay. I mean, a lot of training plans say do your longest run three weeks before the marathon. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing okay there. Yeah. And it was really tough, the 18. Right. Really disappointing. Because? Um, oh, I think I probably went off too fast. I didn't mean to. Yeah. But I've been doing all those quite speedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I maybe, think I was tired from travelling. And maybe psychologically you felt like you, you'd done all your really big stuff. Yeah. Maybe. And I think I was really tired from coming home. Exactly. But I think about when I came off the machine and wanted to drink. Yes. I definitely switched something off in my yeah, head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so I kind of fought it. Then my headphones stopped working. And I was on there. Uh, I was in Finsbury Park. Yeah. And I knew I'd run 10 plus. But I didn't know how far I'd gone. Right. I stopped to go to the toilet and check my distances. Yeah. And I still had a good six miles or more to go. Right. Well, six miles to go. And uh, I was like, ooh. There's a big <laughs> festival in Vincent <laughs> Park. It was loads of people kind of <laughs> going to the toilet in the street and stuff. Went up <laughs> the park and walk. Yeah. Then park and headphones stopped working. Right. The run keepers stopped working. These two oh, things were connected. Off grid. And then I also, this is the worst of it. This is, although I was being very sorry for myself and a big raft of stuff, I trod on a sharp stone in a little oh, no. anniversary oh, no. of my pretty bad left oh, foot no. injury from last year. Yeah. And I really woke that back up. Oh, nice. Really set my burst off. Nice, nice. And that is, 
get that I'm back. going. That still hurts now. And that's that's going to put you in a good mood as well. Eight days ago. <laughs> right. And you know, just to reopen an old wound. Yeah. At the end of all that heavy training, a couple of weeks out, you know. Is there anything you can do with that sort of manipulation-wise? Sort of like just no. physically manipulating your foot? Or? Um, I don't know. I haven't tried right. it. Okay. Maybe. I think that giving it a little bit of a harder time is a good idea. I was thinking of new shoes. Right. And uh, because it doesn't hurt when I run, it hurts between runs. Okay. But it's just like last year. Do you remember we, after New York we went out and my foot came up like a golf ball? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think in simple terms... I've just got to get used to the idea that it might still be hurting and still be noticeable. It's good that it doesn't... When it happens. It's good that it doesn't hurt when you run, though. Yeah. So that just means you've got to run all the time. Exactly. In life. Yeah. Maybe if I taper enough, it'll abate, but... Yeah. I don't think I can expect that. Because, I mean, just standing around in my house all day yesterday, it uh, really hurt by the end of the day. Did it really? Oh, my goodness. It's just nothing to be done. The yeah. other thing is, at that point, and this one has gone away much more, by the end of that week and a half on treadmills, it's getting a lot of pain down the outside, the right-hand side of my right leg, kind of above and below my knee. Right. ITB. Yeah. But with big two, big patches down into the side of the calf and up into the thigh. It felt like I thought it would come on from the treadmills. But yeah. when it went out last time, I was talking about that already, so... Obviously, it was already happening, but certainly so, exacerbated by the absolute is, is, repetition. Is, the is there any money in the kitty for a sport for a couple of sports massages? Yeah. Before the race, because I would heartily recommend that. Yeah, I think I should. If you can, I, I honestly think it might make a huge difference. Yeah. Why don't you go and see Tanya? She lives two doors down oh, from me. Yeah. <laughs> takes pants off. <laughs> yeah. She's recovered from the cresting testicle incident. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and she's ready. I can't run and hear the phrase cresting testicle. And she's ready to return Listeners, to the workplace. I can only apologise. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only commitment I can make at this stage <laughs> is that today we won't talk about Vaseline. How about that? Just to make up for that. I'll tell you what, though. I... Last time I did a marathon, I, cause she'll, she'll see the undeniable tension in your body. Yeah. And she'll just loosen it up. And if you have a couple, you'll feel the difference. Yeah. You really will. Because there'll be pressure points that are built up. I mean, because I remember that other time I had a couple, that really changed everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a good idea. And I shouldn't just do it. Seriously, honestly. I, actually do it. I think you should do it, yeah. Because it's interesting, this foot is quite bad. But I was really worried about that hole outside of the right yeah. of my leg. But the... Initial taper off of this week, that's already gone onto a down low. Yeah, it, it will I'm do. Sure it will, it will do. kill at the end of the actual marathon. Yeah, but it's, yeah, you just, okay. you've obviously overused your body a bit. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, in a way, you know, get, for me to get to that level of advantage is kind of controlled overtraining. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I tell you what, it's a glorious, uh, it really is a glorious it's morning. Perfect, it's absolutely it? perfect, yeah. It's okay. great to run again. I've just, my foot feels okay, actually. But controlled overtraining is yeah. obviously an oxymoron. But, but you know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Uh, well, you are. You're stressing your body. Yeah, and I have to, you know, it has to be that way. I'm slightly uh, rattled <laughs> with running. I'm slightly older. It's all self-training. And also there's an element of, you know, my whole running ethos is, is about... Um, Transcending my essentially hypochondriacal tendencies. Yes. And going, yeah, never mind, just get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I want to be like a fell runner. But what I want to break and rip and carry on. What running. I'm heartened about is uh, you've done more mileage than, you've, than you have done for a long time. Yeah, I think you've so. done more long. It feels like you've done more long runs in the 18 to 20 mile zone. I'm sure before New York you didn't do as many. No, no. And so I, did, I tried to do two uh, twenties and an eighteen. I did a good, really tough eighteen. Yeah. Another differently tough eighteen. Right. And a twenty-one in between them. And oh in between that was just miles and miles and miles. Yeah. Running every day and definitely really warmed up. Yeah. And then so if you have a little stretch and massage and a little taper taper. I think you'll be fine. You also know the course and like the course. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. there's none of that kind of New York weirdness. No, that's it. You've, sort, you've sorted you. Again, that thing about coming home from Dubai and doing that 18. At the time, it felt like an excuse. But travel doesn't half tie you out, doesn't it? It you really know, I had, been, I had, a, I had a time difference, long flight. Yeah. Got off the plane, went to sleep, went out for a long run. It's going to affect you. Well, that's what I got a little... I did some gigs in Brighton the other week. I'd had... F- I had like five nights in Brighton, yeah. and I drove there and back every night, yeah. because I'm an idiot and I like being at home. Yeah. And then on the Sunday, I woke up, went to put my shirt on, and physically felt my ch- a, ch- a muscle in my chest tear. Twang. Oh. And, I, and, it, and it, I physically felt it tear. It was, it was really agonising. Oh, and I've had it a little bit since when I make it, if I forget that I've done it, and I make a sudden movement like open a car door oh, in yeah. the wrong way. It, I just feel it re-tear. It's like I'm biomechanically sort of falling apart oh a bit God, with, these long, with these long drives. You know. that guy in the paper who's biohacking himself. Oh, what's that? Like an American tech guy. Yeah. So I'm just going to really improve myself. Because what I can do is if I spend enough money, I can live forever. Right. But no, you can't make Look it. Look at that. Look at that base. You're donkey. So what's he been he doing? Went, he's got perfectly good hearing, but he wears hearing aids. Right. He constantly measures his glucose. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. He's got <laughs> yeah. a thing inserted under his skin to do that. Right. Constantly measuring how much he's having. Taking, basically taking microdosing. MDMA and right. various things that are supposed to make you feel better, get less angry, perform better. Right. This whole idea of life is all to make money and right. live forever, stroke 260. Wow. Got no relationships, he's not planning to have children because <laughs> that's just wasted time. It's like, you know, and because this guy's got a lot of money, crazy. and these guys are in Silicon Valley, they have this kind of conversation. Yeah. It doesn't make it, it doesn't give it. Credibility. No, no. You're, You're a lunatic, mate. You're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of you and I don't even know you. Oh, I definitely don't want to be your friend. Not that you'd have time for me anyway. He wouldn't have time. No. Even though it's going to be 160. This obsession with self-monitoring. God, Weird. can't do this. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? And he's, he said, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, have relationships, you know. I don't use prostitutes. I just pay baby doll supermodels for sex. Oh, get over yourself, you <laughs> horrific misogynist nightmare. Oh, my child. Infant. Right. Infant. <laughs> so, awful. Terrible. I think fundamentally, I thought this, I think we talked about this before, before we read that. You know, I think there's a scary egotism to humanity that um, invention and technology and masculinity it can exacerbate, which is where... People think they can fix life. Yes, you yeah. Can't. You can only influence it. You can't change it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can change it. You can't change it. <laughs> it's funny because I was having a, I was having a little chat with my daughter last night. She's she's in a weird oh, phase. Oh, the time for that. Yeah, well, there's no, what's the point? A human relationship with women, not going to do it. It's inefficient. Yeah. And she's, she's adapting to massive change because she's done her A-level. She's taken a year off. Yeah. Some of her mates have gone to university. Some have stayed. Everything's changing. Absolutely. 
and and she's just she's finished a relationship with a fellow who whose dad was a plumber. Yes. No comment. Yeah. And uh, expensive if you're plumbing. At yeah. <laughs> and she was just sad. She had that kind of Sunday sadness. Yeah. She was saying, "I just feel sad." And there's a few things with a, a couple of distant family members getting really ill, and just all. And I was just trying to get to her. It's that thing of like, there's going to be sadness in life. Yeah. And it's really good that you let yourself feel that, because some people don't. Some people yeah. cut themselves off from it. Just by noting it, you're, you're doing better with it. Yeah, exactly. and, and you're expanding because of it. Yeah. Some people block it off. And then you make yourself a little bit small when you do that, don't you? Because you physically cut yourself off from yeah. something. And you're putting it somewhere. Yeah, you're putting it somewhere. Uh, yeah. But it's, I was just trying to say, you're going to get highs and lows. Yeah. But stay open to the sadness of life without, without being defeated by it. And that's, you're going to grow then. Yeah. I was just really proud of her because yeah. a lot of her mates are doing a lot of drugs or drinking. or, And she's not like that. No. And she finds things quite difficult sometimes. It's really funny because when you said where she's getting into, I said, oh, yeah, that's it for me. That's when my year off before university. This is my life as I know it began. Yes. I didn't realize what a shackle I found at school. Yeah. I lifted up, started self-starting. Right. Getting things done on my own terms. Realised I wasn't lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was huge. And just that was my first thought just then. I said, oh, lucky her. It's going to be great. But, but she... I remember that kind of the first four months of that year, I kind of spent sleeping as much as possible. <laughs> not <laughs> doing anything, you know. Well, that day when my mum... I said, right, we're going out today. So I don't fancy. So, oh, no, I'm, I'm, it's not a choice, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to go outside the house. I mean, Bonnie's coming from a different direction. Bonnie's like super focused, love structure. Yeah. She's missing the structure of school. Yeah. And I was, and, but she works like three, four days a week. Which is much she, better, I mean, because you can use that. There will be more structure. Yeah, she just doesn't like the three days off. Yeah. She's basically a, a complete workaholic. Yeah. And she needs... She's like... <laughs> she's addicted to having things to do. And I was also, just trying to get her to chill out. You don't have to face it. She's addicted to love. Yes. Might as well face it. Yeah. The lights are on. But you're not home. They're set to come on. On their own. That was my uh, old joke I used to do. It was with the, it's about burglars. The punchline was, gonna have to face it, they'll be nicking your stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's quite ironic because George is in an area of Manchester where basically all the students just get robbed. Yeah. Their houses get robbed. Yeah. I'm not surpri- I won't be surprised if the landlords are in on it, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just get robbed. They were in, indoors here the weekend. Some guys were just at the window with torches looking in their front room. Yeah. They will undoubtedly get robbed. Yeah. How security is stuff? Is he a padlocker? Uh, not using well, What's this? No, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's an idiot. Oh, right. They already managed to lock themselves out of their own flat after three days. Right. Everyone in the flat had forgotten or lost their keys to their Everyone. own accommodation yeah, after that's three that's days. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they almost deserve to get robbed. They do. I was just yeah. <laughs> but landlords exploit this and they know that students have got really low standards yeah. and they know that parents will pay the rent so and when it's expensive tech yeah an expensive tech yeah. and when he when he moved in the door to the wardrobe was off its hinges just right. on the floor right. the front room smelt of urine right and obviously after three months in there urine but no yeah. one else is because yeah. they didn't yeah. turn the keys yeah. Yeah. you're <laughs> not in i think you'll find you're not in <laughs> obviously after three months of them living in there, the front room will smell, smell of urine anyway, and the, the door to the wardrobe will be off. I must get this picture. But let's not start with that. No, yeah, exactly. You've got to. You don't At least start with some standards. Come in and have a little, maybe a little dust round. Yeah. Before they arrive. But they gave her. Uh, so we rang the agency to complain. They sent round a ten-year-old kid with a. With some Febreze. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, that's they, the very definition of worse than nothing. <laughs> they really don't care and know that that, that it's that not. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, funny. It's just, I just had to tell him, don't worry about it. Life won't always be like this. Yeah. It's funny going back to what you're saying about um, embracing the sadness. Heard a bit of that. I mean. Laurie likes to talk about that. Yeah. The, the books, I mean, I was took some books away. Yeah. Um, with very much with a view to the meditative preparation for the Right. So that's why I've been rereading Murakami. Yeah. But funnily enough, and this will sound ridiculous, but it's true. I also read Moving Papa at Sea. 
What is Moon and Puppets? It's a movie book. <laughs> right, okay. But it is, I just read, uh, I'm a big fan, always have been. Yeah. Sort of loose family <laughs> connection to Tubi Anson who wrote them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that autobiography of Tubi, not autobiography, biography of Tubi Anson recently. Yeah. You know, he's a really interesting, spacious, kind of Scandinavian character. Lived through Finland in the Second World War. Right. Right at the sort of end of, you know, like t- touching... You know, real hardship and fascism, and at heart, uh, and you know, front line of the eastern front of the war, and also writing these books about cozy little creatures living in a valley. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could really see those coming to be- together. She's very much an artist, right? Rather than a children's author. Yeah. The part of the art came out in these kind of fabulous, in the most literal sense of the word, stories. Yeah. You know, they were like, they were kind of. Uh, Therapeutic, almost. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, 40s into the 50s, you blasted them out, and you read them now, they're really entertaining. Still very wise. Yeah. And a little bit, you know, good for the... They'll bend your mind a little bit with their kind of wit and wisdom. Yeah. But she came back to it 10, 15 years later and wrote a couple more. And these books... I, I was reading when I was a kid, and they are essentially kids' books. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's but nice to return to them, though. They, 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 everything they're about growing up. Yes, yeah. Moving on, yeah. Specifically, Moving Papa at Sea and Moving Valley in November. And Moving Papa at Sea is literally about Moving Papa's midlife crisis. Yes. You know, he goes to live in an island and run a lighthouse. Yeah. And goes along, and they all kind of just confront their own lust misses. Yes, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. brilliantly oblique results. Yeah. And it I was great reading it again, because it was a big favourite of mine when I was a teenager and, and younger. Yeah. And reading it again, just identifying with different characters. Just bringing different things into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's beautiful. And yeah. then, then right in amongst that, there was a bit, there's a kind of moment when <laughs> people who just aren't going to be able to get past the moving thing are thinking, what's Rob talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then anyway, Peppa Pig. <laughs> so, so there's a bit of this moment where, so Moving Chalk's talking to his dad. And his dad's sort of talking to him on a level, like they're sort of mates. And Moving Chalk really takes the compliment, feels really grown up. And I just had this moment of thinking, suddenly realising I'll never have a conversation like that with my dad again. Yeah. With his dementia. And That's tough, man. That's you know, tough. and as the book finished, I felt really sad. And I, you know, I had a little cry. Yeah. But it was such a, it was... It was a really healthy one. That's big stuff, yeah. Because I let myself have it. Yeah, 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 you know? that's and great. It was only for a minute, and it was just, I just stared straight down the lens of that complicated thing of grieving for someone who's still here. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you say, I knew, even as it was happening, I thought, I'm really sad now, but I want to be. I want to, yes. I need to work this through. Yeah. You know, rather than... You need to feel it, yeah. Getting really upset about something else. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. Want to have it. Yeah, totally, yeah. That's big stuff, isn't yeah. it? I saw my dad this weekend, it's his birthday. Right. And after all that, he was on pretty good form. Was he? Right, that's good. Excuse me, sorry, sorry. I didn't, I mean, I'm not joking about not being able to talk to him, he doesn't really talk in words and sentences anymore, but right. he definitely knew I was there and yeah. felt like himself and part of the party. I did buy him a lovely birthday present card and then left it on the bus. Right. So that obviously upset me again. <laughs> More so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. anyway. But yeah, that's just like what you were saying about. It's an ongoing like, thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to say something to them. You've got to go lightly even when things are different. Yes, yeah. And it shows that you had a relationship, had a, you had and have had a really strong relationship. And yeah, exactly. You don't there's want a lot to of good stuff that. in that, absolutely. You'd you rather know. have it hurt than not have had it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you? Here we go. It's always exciting up here at the moment. What's going it on? It is to get a lot of... Uh, Reversing Teslas. Yeah. You're going to get up in the drone, mate. <laughs> that was a little Elon Musk call. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Share price is down. Oh, I'm still just He's hurt. He's hurt. Chest again. So how's that? Is it all better now? Is it better? Sort of. It's just... Yeah. I felt a little bit of approaching decrepitude. I had that goods phase and then I got back to 1930 for 5K. Felt good. But then the football really yeah. put me back for about 10 days, the yeah. football. Yeah. And then the chest and the hernia that needs obviously dealing with just a whole just a rolling just a rolling thing and you I've know. heard that you've got a cresting testicle as well yeah cresting testicle <laughs> I love their first album yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
You'll have to give her a call. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Paul's friend. No, no, no. Never again. I um. Uh, so back to my running. Yeah. So I had that was such a story, particularly with that. It's quite good in a way that I didn't see you for a week. Just after that eighteen, I was like, oh, it was not a waste of time. I'm only right. interested. <laughs> right. Everything hurts. Yeah. All the distance is lost. And um, but I met him. Good. But I still good. ran a lot in a week. I ran, I ran, uh, you know, good proper length run on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right. And uh, took a break on Friday just because it was really hurting. I was like, this tape needs to happen now. Yeah. And I'm just exacerbating injuries. But um, and I was going to do maybe ten to a park run on Saturday. Yeah, you oh, you've do, you you did a park run, didn't you? I saw yeah. That, well, yeah. and I didn't. I did what you said. You said it a couple of weeks ago. You said maybe one day before the marathon. You should not run to the park run. Yes. Do a park run, you know, not cold, but, you know, as the... And try and put your foot down. Run ...and see what you can do. Yeah. So that's what I did. I trotted down to this park run in Exeter, but it was less than a mile away. Yeah. And uh, Perfect, yeah. Down the hill. Yeah. And uh, Exeter Riverside Park Run. Yeah. And, uh, God, it's a good park run. Is it really? Yeah. Cool. It's interesting what we're saying about doing something different. Oh, and someone got in touch. Did you see this? He's saying about bad or grumpy. I mean, that's a fiction, the idea of a horrible, yeah. unfriendly <laughs> park run. And some said, no, that couldn't exist. But we did get told off the other day. Did they? Did they? During the speech. At right. Which is fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Three different and interesting things about uh, Exeter. One, no, it's just uh, once the, uh, there and back. Right. No laps. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah. I like that. You get out. Yeah. Over one of the branches of the river, or yeah, one of the branches of the river. Yeah. Along the riverside, get to a playing field, kind of loop it, come back again. You're done. That's perfect. It's good, isn't it? It's old school. I really like that. Yeah. Good the for your split. So it's and it's equidistant, obviously, out and back. No, it's two point exactly five. The same. It's kind of like a loop. Right. All right. So okay. it's not a there and back. Right. Okay. So which it doesn't do what you said, but right. does make it. It's the opposite. It makes it harder to know exactly. When you've gone halfway. Right, okay. You're just kind of on the way back and thinking, oh, okay. I'm on the way back, yeah. You must be nearly back now, you know. So that's really good. Yeah. Particularly with, like you say, putting your foot down. Yeah. I had uh, such a relationship with the people around me. I don't know about you. Now that I've let myself be aware of the people around me, I'm kind of obsessed with them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There's loads of people there, loads of young people. There's lots of stuff. There's one guy. He was great. He looked... He looked all wrong. Right. He had this kind of little old man running style. Yeah. And this sweatshirt that looked a bit like a woolly jumper. Yeah. And he was a great runner. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. I never assume runner. Yeah. You know, he was slightly ahead of me and I overtook him. Yeah. And uh, shouldn't have done. He overtook me back. Right. He just got further and further away. Right. He's running like this. Someone who looked, looked like he's got his first run and he's trying his best. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. going sub 20. Yeah. Really impressive. And there's someone else, young woman, same group, but I basically overtook them. I think maybe they're all tangled up. Right. I overtook them all. Yeah. And I shouldn't have done that. Like three of the five of them were faster than me. I wasn't trying to overtake them, it was just the way it happened, you know. Yeah. And they started gradually overtaking me back. And that was good because this woman got past me. She was like, the, the, basically the three of them at the time, but then one of them disappeared. Yeah. One of them was a the guy who just said, another one was this woman. And she was ahead of me. I just felt so old. Yeah. Because all these people are faster than me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also when and it's I thought, all I've got to do is keep up with these youngsters. Also, when it's a new course, they might know the course better than you yeah, as well. Yeah, so they pace it better. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this woman faded. Right. Which was just spectacular. I was like, yeah. I was doing all, all, I, all I could do to keep up, you know, to try and keep that pace of the young people. That's great. And then that was it. It was her little pacing leapfrog. But that's a really important... <laughs> lesson to learn once you get into the realm of actually physically racing the people near you. Yeah. If they weren't feeling bad, they won't be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> They're tired. Do you yeah. know? It's like, and it's, you, you project over them, don't you? Think oh, how yeah, great totally. they look. And you, you know. see, and you also, you end up, you realise that afterwards you're seeing different runners. Yeah. I remember when I got my PB in Yorkshire, about an, maybe... You know, an hour and a half before I realised I'd been trying to keep up with the 259ers rather than the 315ers. Right. I was running behind this ball bloke 
was like, I'm going to totally keep up with this old guy. Yeah. This, this kind of hunched up old bald guy. <laughs> and he, you know, he just became this kind of fictional character like yes, Benny Hill's yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. photos <laughs> of the pack I was in at the beginning of that run. This huge, strapping, fit looking, straight standing young man. <laughs> off to get a sub three marathon. Yeah. He's me behind him going, well, I can get past that old codger. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever he helps you get round. But yes, yeah, yeah. it's all fiction, isn't it? Yeah, it's all yeah, happening totally. in your head. Totally, yeah. So I didn't. It wasn't by any means my fastest park run, but it was a good minute and a half faster than the run to the park run park runs. Well, uh, but that's really important. <laughs> yeah, it's really good to get that change of pace and feeling. I, and I definitely put a lot out there. Yeah, that's great. And my memory of it is of being. At, you know, just really tired. Whatever my version of full tilt is, all the way. No, that's great though. That's and, brilliant. Uh, it made me wheeze all day long, which is yeah. you know, basically, if I get into my uh, six forty, six forty-five mile zone, yeah, it gives me asthma. Right. And in my tested training mode, I'm yeah. Thinking, well, that's a good sign. Yes. <laughs> no, but that's as long as my throat doesn't completely close up. It's great to just get that good tempo running, you know. Yeah. Sounds great, mate. Excellent. Flat? Flattish, was flat, it? Flat, yeah, flat. Right. The biggest hill is a bridge. Right, Which okay. you go over on the way out and on the way back. Right, okay. The rest of it is flat. And then, in the speech beforehand, I don't know if I missed a newcomer speech. Right. It was a good speech and they're really nice, loads of people, good community. Yeah. But they, the guy didn't say anything about the course. Right. That's a bit <laughs> he didn't weird, say it goes it? out back and comes around. He just said, yeah, 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 yeah. welcome everyone. Right. Um, you know, uh, no dogs. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And off we went. And it, of course, when you do it, particularly if you've done a park run, you don't need to know anything. No. Unless you're literally winning. Even if you're at the front, there's marshals. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know. It's nice to know, though, if you're, fun, if you, if you're pushing it. Hello, mate. Yeah. Maybe I might have missed it. You know, it could be me. But um, that was interesting. That was a different experience. Yeah. And the other one is at the end, the... Uh, you know when you go somewhere for a coffee afterwards? Yeah. That's where they did the scanning. All right, okay. So you okay. had to take your barcode, toddle off down the road and find a place and go upstairs. And the... It was nice. That's it was a nice just little a community. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. But the, uh, the guy didn't announce the course. did remind me of years ago when I went, I went to a place early. I was doing a gig at a very weird, generic venue where they just entertain large parties. Yeah. Just designed to do stag and hendus basically in birthdays. And uh, it wasn't a great gig. I got right. the ready to sound check and I was there when the guy did the uh, talk to the waiters and waitresses. Yeah. And he said, You're going to have a great time out there tonight, guys. Yeah. Everyone's ready, got your uniforms on. You know, I wanted to really, don't just work out there, just give it some. Have a wonderful experience. If you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. <laughs> you know, yeah. Laid out That's a couple nice. more yeah. cliches. And then they said, Right, everything, any, anything else? Or should we just get going? And, and one woman went, Yeah, um, can you tell us? Where we're working, you know, <laughs> what our actual job is That's tonight. And he really had missed all that stuff out. Hey, we've got to get Angela Barnes back on. We're due for an update from Barnsley. Yeah, I think, I don't know, know whether she's been running that much or Barnsley. That's okay, we'll get but her But it'd be good to, get her, good to get her back and give her a go. Her partner's just signed up for a 100 miler. Yes, I, I noticed that. I don't know if she's It's quite a long way, it. isn't it? 100 miles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that like a long one. Yeah. That's like if you ran uh, most of the way to Birmingham. Yeah. Only if you started we, in London. Did you see the footage of uh, our hero Susie Chandler in the 24-hour race? Oh, in the rain. She did the truck in oh. Tooting Beck. Oh, Awful rain oh, terrible. for 24 hours. She ended up doing 106 miles. Yeah. Brilliant. Just she's fantastic. got, she she's got a fire in her, hasn't what she? What I really liked was her brilliant honesty. I was saying about a week later, she's saying, like, watching her memories change yeah. into rosy-tinted memories. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just brilliant. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just laughing at herself, because you can also still remember how it was horrific. Yes. She was so desperate for it to end all the time. To run for... I don't know to what extent she rested while she did it, but that is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Well, continuously for 24 on, hours. On a track. Yeah. yeah. Round and round, changing every four hours. Yeah. Come back and do the other way. Oh. Well, that's lucky to go in the opposite direction. Yeah. Because otherwise, 
You, you might find it a bit boring. Yeah. Might get a bit boring. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me yeah. fighting all, all I can to spend more than 25 minutes on the treadmill. Oh. Yeah. I watched oh, films. Geez. That's what I did. Did you really? Yeah. I Should taped my iPad over all the numbers. Right. And, uh, Plugged in my headphones. That's a good oh, idea. Oh, total headphone nightmare. My headphones keep breaking. Yeah. Every run is accompanied by the music stopping and me going... Yeah. <laughs> so again, marginal gains. If I've got working headphones in York, I think it's going to go great. And the gigs were good, were they? Just because I'm going to be there next week. You're going to have a lovely time. Right. Do you know who you go? Oh, I know who you go. I'm going with Mick Ferry and Christian Schalter. German bloke. Yeah. I knew they were with old Rigglesworth. Yes. And Laura Lex. Yeah. yeah uh, how was Mr. Rigglesworth? Ladies and gentlemen of Dubai. Well, he was great. He's such a, we mentioned him the other way, didn't we? He's a, like a cross between Alan Bennett and Frank Zappa. Yes, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, uh, great company. Yeah, really good fun. Yeah. Although, little thing, constantly, often surreptitiously, vaping. Right. Which I can't handle. Gets him endless throat, vaping. Right. And yeah. I haven't got the social skills to stop him. Yes. Without yeah. creating attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead, I let it happen. Right. Despite suffering, and I'm, I'm complaining about it now. You are continually vaped. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the worst way you're trying to get started up. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was, uh, you were the victim of a drive-by vaping. Yeah. Okay. It sounded like a shooting. That's much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely great. The only thing is he was having a lovely time because his uh, twins are one. So just being away. Just resting. The first three days, he said, you know, if, if I'm not here at the buffet with you, yeah. Basically sleeping. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But when we had those three days where you don't do anything, he flew to Beirut to see a friend. Right. And then, on the way back, he missed his plane. Wow. So, wow. the relaxation element of yeah. it was slightly yes. um, compromised. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he make the gig? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. But just, he right. got, and it must have been expensive. Yes. But basically, he got the plane that he'd initially eschewed right. being too tight. Yeah, yeah. But it, sure enough, it did get in there in time. So. Right. Hey, look, you go down the middle, I'm going to go on the top. I'm going to get an action shot. Yeah, why not? You're running on the old railway. Yeah, that'd be great. Turn it to be a train. Boop, boop. Time flies by when you're the driver of a train. And you, it's quite bumpy up here. I think I'm going to trip and fall to my death. I said, boop, boop. Boop, boop. Toot, Nice. That's going on the cover of the book. Did you uh, read about the uh, the late John Cunliffe? What the uh, children's what? author? No, I didn't know. He wrote uh, Post and Pat. Oh yes, of course, yes, yeah. He had a good life, didn't he? When I was, he did well. Yeah, he... I used to find Post and Pat very inspiring, and uh, reading Post and Pat again as a grown-up, find new meaning in each story. Yeah. I don't. I'm so yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Let's be clear on that. It's good to reclaim it as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I remember him. The fat controller. Central governor. What do you, oh, come on, I've lost that. <laughs> Someone tried to get me. Tried to joke about me being fat online yesterday. Oh, nice. Do not Cheers, gonna, fellas. Never going to get that one started up with me. Yeah. That's I cool. ain't saying I'm skinny. I but think you've lost a bit, haven't you? I feel, yeah, I've lost a couple of bits. You amazing. must have with, without boozing. The nice thing with the training is, it's, we, we talk a lot about being hard to lose a couple of pounds. But equally, just a couple of pounds does make a difference. It makes loads of difference, yeah. yeah. Right, I've got this. Uh, Look at this. Beautiful. Look at this. Look at what they make you give. Beautiful. So what we're going to do is now... We've come to the end of the oh, run. Oh, great. Turn around. Let me get Give a us a shout. Before we do this while I've got the camera out. First of all, thank you for that. How far do you think we went? About five. Yeah, I think you've got that exactly right. Let's have a little look. We did indeed go 5.05. 5.05. We'll take that. We'll yeah. take that. So we, so we asked you last time we did a podcast to send us your PBs on Facebook or Twitter. And we're going to celebrate them at the end of, of each podcast. Steve's going to... I was thinking Steve would put some kind of inspirational music. 
Yeah, Steve. Oh, oh, over it. So, this, so, like, so I'm going to read under it like a bed. So I'm going to read these, and after everyone, you, you'll do the klaxon. I like the way. I think it's. I'm, I think it's nice that you didn't tell me, so I didn't bring anything. But that's okay. I've got the noises. I can do. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Well, we're we'll both participating you know, in the noises. I did noises. a gig with uh, with Al Murray the other day. Yeah. And his klaxon is so good. I should have really? invited him down. I mean, he's getting down for I it. I kind of as as even from them written down. The aruga, I get that aru in there. It just gets his mouth open. It just comes out. Let me try and wait. Me, let me warm us up. Al Murray style. Like that. Okay, good. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, Steve, done. start the bed. <laughs> Lindsay Hopkins ran the New Forest Half Marathon in 156.12, a big PP, and her first ever sub two half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Gillian Ross, half marathon. PB, PB by 46 seconds. Didn't actually tell us a time, but we celebrated the PBB. <laughs> well done. Craig uh, Butler, Bristol half marathon at the age of 48, 129.15. First time under 130. Turk Beckett. Berlin Marathon. <laughs> it was his first That's marathon. It's his first marathon, but he did it in 339. First marathon means it's a PB. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Ted. <laughs> William Han, 1.33 and 8 seconds at Ealing Half Marathon. That's a BB. <laughs> well played. Tom Appleby, 1 hours 26 and 55 seconds in the Cheltenham oh. Half. That's a BB. Well done, Tom. Oh, Wookie for some 90 minutes. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> <laughs> Pete Alder, Park Run PB, smashed the 24-minute barrier. No more details, but that's brilliant. <laughs> Barry Charnley, he actually won the Paddy Ham 10K in 38 minutes and 43. One minute off his PB. And, oh, wait, wait. Uh, that's incredible. So it wasn't, wasn't a PB? It was a PB, yeah. yeah. He, 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 he took one minute off. Oh, one minute off it. One to one. <laughs> well done, well done, mate. And a winner. Kevin Atten, obviously, Kev. some kind of maniac. Good, good old Kev, long-time listener. Um, two PBs in two days. He did his 5K in 1930 on Friday. <laughs> and then the next day he did a half marathon in one hour 32 and 51 that's on the Saturday two PBs in a row that's pretty incredible someone coming past that is incredible this is Andrew Andrew Reed. interesting conundrum here and the last one we're going to do this month he's returning to running so in the old days he did a he did a, a 10k in 32 minutes and 45 yeah but now he's back at the age of 55 he's chunking it down so this is a comeback PB, which I think is valid. I, yeah, th- yeah. I think if you're on your way back, CPB. that's fair enough. Yeah, CPB, comeback PB of 39 minutes and 49 at the Swansea Bay, 10 kilometres. Well done, Love Andrew Reid. Well. So Fantastic at the age of 55. That's it, Les Claxon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Steve, crowd noise. Crowd noise at the end, loads of applause. Send us your PBs. And we will celebrate. There's already another 36 on there because it's the season. And again, yeah, it's a, of course, just send us and we celebrate. Everyone's way, fantastic. Everyone is a PB. But of not course, in a real way. No, no, in some in, way. In, but in a if, way. If you if you're mad, everyone's a PB. <laughs> but uh, but but obviously, as this item develops, we'll be celebrating personal worse as well and anything yep. strange. But for the moment, let's keep it on PBs just for simplicity's Absolutely. sake. Send us them. Celebrate uh, any race, any distance. You were right. That was and it's good fun. fun. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, it's good fun. Already. It's good fun. It's nice to do it. Um, I just um, want to say thanks to everyone. I be, the, what's lovely about you were saying about me going up for the Yorkshire Marathon? Loads of support. Loads People of support. Yeah. Gigs saying good luck and stuff. You know, it's all it's a real community there. So keep in touch. Let me know what you reckon. And also, um, people like are doing Chicago. People doing Chicago this Chicago, weekend, aren't they? Oh my goodness! I've got a few club mates doing yeah. Chicago. I think uh, Francis Quinn's doing Amsterdam as well. Nice. Very nice. exciting. So there'll be even more news this weekend, and then next weekend I'm doing Yorkshire. And uh, very um, much but you're in Dubai, but let's do a little. Uh, We're doing one next Monday. We've also got an interview coming up with an author well, next Monday. Yeah, so and I that's all that happening. Last little. You're going to have to give me my last pep. And ideally, we'll do that as a little record, and then everyone can yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. be part of the pep. Absolutely, look forward to that. Pep special. Do we do the Peps Sea we'll Challenge? Do, yeah. <laughs> 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 boy, you, boy, you said it, Chewie. Where did you get the whole fossil? With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Deering. 
Oh, say, can you see? Are oh, you stopping? We're stopping. I'll be okay. Let's stop. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.